joining us now for some analysis of today's election, E.J. Dion of the Washington Post and the Brookings Institution. I have never been the kind of person who pays a lot of attention to midterm elections. Like, I have this vague memory from fall of 2006, sitting in the car with my dad late on a Tuesday night. We're eating frozen yogurt in the parking lot of a shopping plaza, and we hear on the radio that Republicans have just lost control of the House of Representatives to the Democrats. Are you seeing this Democratic wave that so many analysts were predicting going into this election? And I remember that my first thought was, like, who cares? Bush is still president. He's still the one with all the power, still the one making all the decisions. So there's a few more Democrats in Congress. Like, how much of a difference will that actually make? Now, it's 2018. Donald Trump is president, and it's become clear to both the voters who despise him and the ones who love him, midterms matter. Because the thing about our election system is... We don't get take-backs on who we choose as president. Build that wall. Build that wall. Build that wall! We don't get to redo election night. President-elect of the United States of America, Donald Trump. Thank you. But halfway through each presidential term, we have this one window, this one night to take action to hold a referendum on the president, to decide whether we're going to crank the emergency brake or whether we're going to put our foot on the gas pedal. These are the midterms. Will the GOP build on its majority? Or will the Democrats be able to flip the House, Senate, or both? Elections for state legislative seats, for governors, for judges, for senators, and most of all, for the House of Representatives. Democrats are bullish on their chances in 2018, thinking recent election victories signal a blue wave that could help them retake the House of Representatives in next year's midterm. Because each U.S. representative is up for re-election every two years. That makes the House incredibly susceptible to waves, to major shifts in national sentiment. And the midterms present an opportunity to completely reshape this legislative body that makes or breaks what the president can get done. They can amp up the strength of the president's agenda, or they can tear it down and force him to come up with a completely new one. They can protect the legacy of the preceding president, or they can ensure that it gets destroyed. And most of all, the House is the sole body within the government that has this one very specific power, a power given just to them in the U.S. Constitution, the ultimate check on the executive branch, the power to impeach a sitting president. So your vote in 2018 is every bit as important as your vote in 2016. Although I'm not sure I really believe that, but you know. I don't know who the hell wrote that line. I'm not sure. But it's still important, remember. I'm Martine Powers, and this week, the Can He Do That podcast is releasing a special mini-series. It's called How to Flip the House. And it's a week-long series about what it takes for a political party to win control of the U.S. House of Representatives. We're approaching the 2018 midterms in November... Republicans have the majority in both chambers of Congress. And obviously, a lot of people are wondering if there's a blue wave on the horizon. 
an election where Democrats make major gains across all races and where they win the 24 seats they need to gain control of the House. When it comes to 2018, history favors the minority. Midterm elections for first-term presidents typically mean heavy losses for their party in Congress. But when you hear people talk about this so-called blue wave, all of this could just be hype. Because flipping the House is extremely tough. And it's rare. There's a huge difference between could be a wave and will be a wave. It's a political upheaval that has only happened three times in the past 60 years. In 2010, it happened to President Obama in his first term. Some election nights are more fun than others. Some are exhilarating. Uh, some are humbling. It happened to President Bush in 2006. It's clear the Democrat Party had a good night last night. If you look at race by race, it was close. The cumulative effect, however, was not too close. It was a thumping. And before that, in 1994, it happened to President Clinton. What I want the American people to know, what I want the Congress to know, is that I am profoundly sorry for all I have done wrong in words and deeds. A flip in the House that completely upended his agenda and also laid the groundwork for his biggest political challenge. President Clinton has been impeached. In this miniseries, we're telling the stories of the people behind the scenes who made these flips possible. The architects of the strategy behind the wave. The people who beat the odds, turned the tide, swung the pendulum in the other direction. Every day this week, we'll take a look at one of those three wave elections. Why they happened, how they changed our political system, and most importantly, what they tell us about what to expect this coming November. All through the eyes of the people who were there. And, you know, at the beginning, there was no sign that there would be a wave, but you got to have all your boats in a row. So if there is a wave... All of them can reach the shore. It is almost impossible to flip it. You're only going to flip it in a wave. If you want to win Utah sometime or Alabama, you don't start two years before. You start 15 or 20 years before. They knew what they were about to win, and they were ready to claim the spoils of it. You kind of wish you could freeze those four or five hours from the time the first polls closed till the West Coast was all done. Each day this week, we'll bring you a new episode about what it was like to make these elections happen. To listen, make sure you're subscribed to the Can He Do That podcast. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere else that you get podcasts. And for more information on each of the elections that we'll be covering, we've got a great companion page with tons of data and context and archival photos and other things to help you dive even deeper. That's at wapo.st slash how to flip the house. Again, wapo.st slash how to flip the house. Because if you want to know what Democrats need to do this November to pull off a wave election, what Republicans need to do to cement their place in power, then you need to hear from the people who have made it happen. These are the people who know how to flip the house.